0: Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJ JC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the bias takes. Hope you are enjoying the summer as the guys gear up for the dog days of sports, a check-in with the NBA and NFL are due, a state of emergency in Florida as a superstar, a megastar, lands in there. And just to wrap it up, Christian is back with a long-awaited stadium reviews list, and it's followed by the West's of the NBA Burning Questions segment to wrap things up. Whew. Guys, it's a long one, so sit back, beat the heat, and enjoy the show. See what I did there? See what I did there.
1: All right, fellas. We are here. It is a lovely Thursday evening. Very exciting times. Christian, Jalen... Back, Christian, back on with us. Uh, we got a lot to get to. A couple big news items dropped today, kind of unexpected, off-season stuff, and of course the finals. Three games in the bag, plenty to go. And I guess I'll just start. Um, I don't, I don't know if you guys have, uh, have heard of this Jokic guy, but he's pretty good.
0: Oh my goodness! Here we go. Uh, tooting his horn early, right off the bat. What do you <laughs> expect, though? Uh, Colby, you, we, you deserve it. You deserve it, obviously. Long, long awaited, long due, but um, yeah, this Jokic guy, man, he's pretty incredible. Um, a lot of Denver people here are glad that he's getting his attention. And uh, thank you for asking.
2: I'm doing great, Chloe. Thank you. I mean, it's 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 warrant. I mean, yeah, Jokic is you know playing balls out right now, and then you have the Heat, who they're just there, they're, they won't go away. I'm expecting a, at least one more. I'm um, one more glad it, but I still think nuggets are gonna take this in six.
1: Yeah, the thing with the heat, like I think that's good. I still think it'll probably go six or seven because like even as great as game three was last night with Jokic and Murray just being all time, like the heat just even though they didn't play the best, like they're just never out of a game. It never feels like Elite is safe because of how their their crazy run they've been on. They can just catch fire with from three. I don't know, like, yeah, they just never feel like they're fully dead, so I still think this is going to be a, a gauntlet of a series, but that was a nice bounce back when we recorded on Monday or um, Tuesday, whenever, I think it's Monday, and I was down pretty bad. there was a tough, tough home loss in game two, so that was a nice bounce back um, last night, and it was a very competitive game for a while, and then that third quarter, that Jokic and Murray just kind of took it over. I mean, they were, they got very little help the whole game, and we were saying I was at a went to a beat up swatch with a couple of my buddies from work, and I was like, "They're literally playing two on five out there a lot of the time, Nothing basically." Like and they won, they won, they're playing two on five, and they were winning. So that was incredible performance, first ever thirty point triple doubles by two teammates in any game, not finals, playoffs, literally any game ever, which is nuts.
0: Wow, man, you are doing a big victory lap. You're almost looking like the Raiders when they went around Arrowhead. <laughs> well, um, I
1: said I, the series far from over though, Miami. Oh, is counting them um, out. So well, I don't know about
0: that. I think I'm still sticking by my guns. Nugs and five, baby. We still alive. Nugs and five. This take is still alive. So uh, I'm I'm out here still. I, I'm not shooting the horn too hard, but I'm over here. I'm happy to hear the thought of having the championship trophy raised. Here in Denver, that would be pretty dope. And the parade would be already impossible for me to get to at
2: that point. But still, would be amazing. Let's say that's that's what sucks when teams win. The parades are put on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday during <laughs> the middle of workday. But then again, employers should know that their employees are going to go to the parade. But that's way forward thinking right now. We yeah. are missing one key factor, though, of a certain someone that could come back. And possibly change the tide of the series. And that is Mr. Tyler Hero. Just yeah. saying, like, it could, it, that is storyline potential. They That's why Her- that, Tyler Hero comes back and gives the Heat, like, even off the bench. It's a full blown, like, Gabe Vincent, how he was against the Celtics. I don't know. I just have a small little feeling. That could be an interesting factor, but who knows when Tyler yeah. is actually going to play. I
3: was mean, the
0: say the don't have answers for the three-point ball, too. I mean, we've seen it in game two, so.
1: It's some answers. Just, I
0: mean. They need uh, a hero. They need a hero.
1: It did, it did come out a little bit ago. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. He is ruled out for game four. So the thing, the thing about it, I mean, I said uh, when we talked about it last time, like I don't think, I don't think they're going to bring him back, just because I think, I mean, I think you say that, that's sure, that's possible, but I also think there's a chance he could jack up the rhythm, like that's like especially basketball is a very rhythmic sport, and like I feel like that's a lot to ask to ask a dude who hasn't played in two months basically to just be inserted the last three games of the finals. So I kind of don't think I, da- I kind of doubt he plays. It just would feel. I mean, it's high I guess, high risk, high reward. Maybe you will we'll see what happens, but I I, I doubt he's gonna come back.
2: Well, the thing is, Gabe Vincent isn't playing well right now. Like, I would I would see that argument a lot more if Gabe Vincent was actually playing like he did with the Celtics. But didn't he score like zero points last game? Like, if I'm he mistaken,
1: five. he was all he was great in game two. He was terrible last night like, Michael Porter Jr. doesn't remember how to play basketball. I've said that's the biggest X factor all year long for Denver. And, like, he was even worse last night, but it just didn't matter because Murray and Jokic were so good. And Christian Brown, I texted Jay, like Christian Brown was, was huge off the bench, the rookie. That kid was balling last night. I love that kid.
0: It's crazy. He, slowly, he was such a quiet guy for the whole entire regular season and throughout the playoffs. So you can start to see him develop a personality. Yeah. I think wow. he, my fun take for Christian Brown – is or brown sorry it's gonna be he might turn into like the next birdman or something it's gonna be all tatted up here in the next five years with a mohawk <laughs> I this is all i'm that. saying this dude's gonna change his game he's gonna be doing like high flying dogs he's just gonna it's just gonna be electric i hope he i hope christian braun if you ever get tattoos man please reference this
1: <laughs> well he's i don't know if he'll do that because he's not only did he go to kansas but i saw they were talking about him last night because he was going off i mean just great minutes off the bench and energy. He's actually from Kansas, too, like the state of Kansas. He didn't just go to Kansas for basketball. Um, but I, I love Christian Braun, Brown. He's um, He just brings so much energy. I love how he just plays harder than anyone else on the team. And he's a pretty – for a rookie, he's a really good defender. I mean, he was defended Jimmy Butler pretty well a couple of possessions down the stretch in that game. Um, it's the complete opposite of Michael Porter. He obviously doesn't have a shooting is the only thing. He's not a great shooter. But he's not afraid. The moment's not too big for him. He won the Natty at Kansas last year. um, So, it's interesting. But yeah, he, he was great in that game. Porter, I have to think at some point he's going to remember how to shoot threes. He's like one of the best shooters in the league when he's on, but he's in a, quite a funk right now.
0: Well, Colby, we'll see. My, like I said, Miami, it's I don't even know if they're going to even play their next game very hard because they have bigger things going on in Miami. Literally, all of a sudden, um, I think before we go into other news, I want to talk about, like, let's talk to Christian here. It's great that he's here. Christian, let's recap some Florida news just in general there. <laughs> How are you feeling?
2: Like, I honestly, like, when, when rumors start swirling around this possibility years ago, I would say probably could find. Five, six years ago, when Messi did state that he would like to play for you know in the United States to end his career, I mean, MLS has always kind of been viewed as a little retirement home for a lot of these players. And then Saudi Arabia has kind of emerged in the past two years of just throwing money at people. Yeah. Messi decides to take his talents to intermite like I like words cannot describe like how significant this is. This is truly going to change the entire landscape of how soccer is viewed in the United States. Like, it is the effect has already taken in. Tickets to these games have skyrocketed. The tickets to Inter Miami home games are not even available. Like, they won't let you buy it right now. They have to set up someday or sometime later down the road of when to actually sell this. But I've been looking at tickets elsewhere. I've been. I Philadelphia Union, because that's probably going to be my next MLS team I hit at some point either if It's this year or next season. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. crazy. Um, for example, I think the cheapest ticket to Los Angeles FC versus Inter Miami in August, the cheapest ticket was like $47. Now it is the minimum of $600. Like, it is insane.
3: <laughs> it,
2: it's everywhere, everywhere right now. And just the effect this, and like I I'm looking forward to it as well. I was talking to my dad about this. I'm like, holy crap, you got to see Messi live. Like that, like you have you have to experience this. Like no matter what, like you have to experience the greatest football player to ever hit the pitch. You get the opportunity to say, I saw that man live, even know, he's about to absolute school these people. The dude's about to live life. He's to, he's gonna have part ownership when he retires. And he's going to get have, like a good portion of the Apple TV subscriptions because that's going to go up. And as well as um most of the jersey sales, uh, apparel, like some other, like he got a crazy good deal out of this. And he's just going to live life right there, commercial boulevard with a bunch of auto shops around the stadium. Like the stadium's not even in Miami. It's in Fort Lauderdale. So it is. <laughs> It, it like I said, words words can't describe how this is going to be extremely massive, and I I cannot wait to see this man alive and just be blessed enough to be in his presence.
1: You know that that's probably you're right. That is crazy, and I'm not I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm a soccer guy I know very little about soccer, but I obviously know how great Messi is, and like, I mean that's got to be the biggest thing that's ever happened for the history of the MLS, like by far. That's much bigger than I would imagine back – I mean, I knew we were, what, like four years old when Beckham came over. It's been a long time. Well, maybe older than that, but it's been a long time. We like
2: were like 10 or 12 when it went back. I think it was like 10, 12 years ago. So, yeah, around that timeline. that has been the biggest move since Beckham made that move over here.
1: I would say it's definitely bigger because I Beckham, I know he was great, but, like, I don't think – he was obviously never messy, so. That was a lot, though. Come on, guys. Come on.
0: He, he ruled the MLS for like four like four like 4 years ever since he yeah. did it. Four years.
1: <laughs> the MLS has also gotten more teams and gotten better since then too, I would
2: yeah. say. Yep, yeah, and that's and I mean, I was talking about that about this. I mean, this could attract a lot more star players now to come to Inter Miami now. Inter Miami could become like freaking juggernaut. They're in last place right now out of everything. Like like you, like Messi like picked this for a reason cuz of the location. The location is such a driving factor. A lot of people outside of America, when they think of America, they think of New York, Miami, L.A. Like that's probably it. I mean, so it's in Texas. So this is, like I said, this is going to be monumental. And just see, I cannot wait to see like over these next couple months, just seeing what people do to see this little five six man like. I, <laughs>
0: And that dude, those pink jerseys
2: they are going to be sold everywhere. When I see those hot pink jerseys, they're going to be everywhere. They're good, already- l- good yeah. luck in a jersey. Good, you there's going to be a wait list, like you cannot,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Christian, I know you're happy, but remember, we're talking about Florida news in general. So, uh, and then there's that, that you started with the good
2: news, but yeah, no, I started, started with you got it, you got it, you got happiness sandwich. It. Um, and then there's the bad news, we're down 0-2 right now. Okay, so the series does not start until you win on your opponent's home ice. So this series is zero-zero in my mind. You are, you, we are going at it tonight. Is Kachuk's legacy game tonight? Legacy. I need Kachuk to absolutely slam one. He's due. I will be putting money on Kachuk goal. Um, so it's it's back against the wall right now. I mean. I last team to come back from 0-2, if I'm not mistaken, was the Penguins in 2009. So let's get at it, boys. Let's make some history. There you go. Well, there you go. That was that was
0: actually not as bad as I thought it would be. You actually have some positivity, uh, Colby. I think uh, I think the Heat could have used that kind of pep talk, don't you think?
1: Well, don't worry. The Heat have better than pep talks. I mean, they have the best coach in the sport and god is probably on their side it seems like so oh come on um, i mean they are just like they just never die i mean bill simmons calls them the zombie heat he says they're like michael myers i think that's perfect he's like you gotta run over them like four times make sure they're dead and they just are never dead um i'm cautiously optimistic though i mean as you said denver is better like talent wise but so was boston and milwaukee so i mean it's just crazy um yeah, I don't know. I game 4 is going to be tough. Um if Denver wins game 4, then I doubt the Heat can pull off a crazy mm-hmm. comeback. Oh, uh, I there's no way the Heat are winning cuz they already got one in Denver. I highly doubt they're going to get two, potentially two more in Denver.
2: Wait, um, wait, 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 wait. Did it did it Miami come down but you want to give the Bucks a fight? No, they might am, am I am, am, am I okay, not that
1: yeah, they have the Bucs only got the one game. Yeah.
2: only got the one. Okay, I I got flip, yeah. Um
1: cautious, pay. cautiously feeling pretty good, but you know, still got two more. Gotta take care of their business. Um, it really just comes down to how Murray Murray shoots is a big thing. When Murray's on because you know we're gonna get from Jokic every single night, but he's gonna dominate. No one can stop him. He's the best player in the world. Doesn't matter, no one can defend him. Um, so he's gonna get his every single night. It just depends if, Murray, if Murray's hitting shots like he was. You're not beating them, like you just aren't. But Murray's on; they're just they're the best duo in the league. You can't stop. Yeah. They Compliment each other it, so well. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that goes. But
2: it's true. It's truly amazing, though. Like if you look at Murray journey, I mean, the guy was like down in the dumps. I mean, Coach yeah. Malone on part of my take. I mean, described it. I mean, Jamal pretty much asked him one game. He's like, "Are you going to trade me?" Like there was. He's okay. just felt downed up like you you can't get at the most bottom of your level when you're playing at your peak performance and you get that setback. And like I could imagine the mental toll took on Jamal. Like I mean he was already kinda on that like line is like is he a star? Is he like you know, a kind of a regular dude essentially. He was like on that line I would say and he's he's really putting it up in this postseason and I gotta give respect. That's I'm I'm, I'm truly enjoying seeing Jamal fall out.
1: Yeah it has been great. We were talking last night. I saw my buddies, um, like, because right before he got hurt was right after they had got Aaron, because that was the year after the bubble, and they got Aaron Gordon at the deadline. And right after they traded for Aaron Gordon, they went on, like, an eight-game tear win streak. And I was like, oh, like, this team might actually, like, be able to win the title now that they have Aaron Gordon for the defense. And then he tore his ACL, and obviously – Two year gap, but it's great to see him back uh, and playing at an even higher level than he ever has before.
3: Yeah, I mean
0: Jamal Murray, it's the Archer man. It's great to see him back in action. Um, a lot of question marks coming in. Obviously, I had great hope for him to at least not go off on the on the Wolves, and he used the Wolves as a prep like a preparation stage for the rest of the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah if you, if you watch that wolf series he literally progresses like in like the net. it takes him like one game i think like game one he was a little little like he was good not going off and then game two was just gone <laughs> he was gone you know so it's pretty awesome to watch man i'm I, I was i'm always a big fan of jamal murray um and uh yeah there you go so uh colby we got one more nba news topic yeah you wanna yeah talk about your boy out in uh no longer in arizona
1: Okay, well, I don't know if, when he became my boy. I like Chris Paul. Like, I respect him. But, like, yeah, so Chris Paul, it's kind of weird. It's also a classic Shams Woj beef, too, Uh, underneath all of this, because Woj says he's going to be released. And then, or Shams Chomp said he's going to be released. And then Woj came out and said they're discussing his future, but nothing officially happened yet. Um, So it seems like they're going to release him, but I guess he technically hasn't been released yet, the Suns. I mean, it makes sense. With the new CBA, like, that's – you're kind of start to see the ramifications like the new CBA is going to like dramatically change the NBA because they're making it a lot harder to just like, you can't just have like a bunch of max guys, like they're they're not going to be able to do that anymore. So, I mean, it makes sense. Like they can't have him back at that number. It'd be interesting if he still came back on like a cheaper contract, but that seems weird. Um, Yeah. That kind of came out of nowhere. I was kind of surprised by that, even though it does make sense um i'd be interested to see where he ends up if he's not back in phoenix and i mean i can understand them wanting to move on because he's obviously as good as valuable as he is as like a leader and stuff and he can still play but he's obviously declined a lot and the health is a concern at this age um but yeah i mean i think there's definitely some real places out there for chris paul that make a lot of sense if he's not back. I and
0: mean, that is why i called you called him your boy Obviously, we have uh, different names and we have different feelings about Chris Paul. And, um <laughs> you call him CP or Chris Paul, just you respect him in general. Um, there's a reason and the crazy thing about his whole daughter story, by the way. I oh,
1: never even mentioned that's, that.
0: <laughs> that's gonna be blown that should have never came out, and that's sad to hear and everything, but this is just gonna make that way worse. But let's just say. I might have been probably one of the – I can definitely have seen probably me be one of those guys saying, CP0 rings over here. Um, Going to find his way down to L.A. probably and make it seem like they're going to have a a rings chance to get in there. Um, Do I believe in that? Probably not. I mean, it's likely, but do I think they have a chance, though, if he was added onto the team? Not really. So, I just don't, I'm just ready for all the hoopla that's coming with all this if he is released or not.
3: Yeah. It's
2: <laughs> See, Chris Paul generally used to be my favorite point guard league. Like I absolutely loved Chris Paul like during my teenage years. It, everything was going great. The Suns buck series happens. And then that cornball video comes out of the Sun players squirking out after the game. Everything changed <laughs> from there. I I mean starting well no, first of all I've always hated Aiden. Aiden, I've always hit I've always thought he was a bum, straight up bum. Booker. I've always thought he was a cornball, he's corny, he whines too much, he, he he he's a flopper in a sense. I I, I don't like the, um Booker. Chris Paul, I got mad at Chris Paul in that video. Even though he's not in that video, I got mad that he let that happen. Like you're a leader in that locker room. You don't let that happen. And ever since that video, I've looked at Chris Paul in a completely different standpoint. I think he's freaking corny. I think he sucks. I I just hate him. Absolutely hate him. You you cannot let that video I hate that is probably my top five most hated video I've seen. <laughs> Just because uh, I just cannot get that video of eight and doing the pull-ups and like yeah, he's like in his slides and like.
3: Oh. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just gonna
2: pull it back. Chris Paul now release. I think it's time to hang it up, bud. I think it's time to hang
3: it up. Uh, like, wow. it,
1: I like. I think it's like, there, dude. Yeah.
3: Right.
1: I think there's places now. Nah, there's places that still makes that he would still have value to. Honestly and I know this, he probably wants to try to ring chase to be real where I think he has the most value would be to actually go to like a young bad team and be like how he was in OKC that year uh, before he went to Phoenix and just kind of be there. He doesn't have to play even a ton of minutes, but just kind of almost be like a player coach and like a mentor um, to like a young team. I think that's where he would have the most value. Like if he went to like the Spurs or the Rockets or something like that. Um and then I do think Boston also makes a ton of sense just because Boston, I,
3: that,
2: yeah, that's what I say. I say Boston.
1: Because I've just been saying, like, I mean, we've said on here, Jalen, for like two two years now, as long as we've been doing this show, that like as talented as Boston is, they've this whole Tatum Brown era, really, they've never really had that true point guard facilitator. Um, and he's obviously it's not ideal because he's very old and injury prone at this point, but like he would kind of be that. So I think Boston makes a ton of sense. I saw, like, Kendrick Perkins was like, oh, he's going to go to the Lakers and that will shake up the league. That makes no sense for the Lakers. They're going to add another old 39, 38-year-old dude who's also injury prone and isn't even a great three-point shooter. Like, that is not what the Lakers need at all. I, I do not understand. I get that people just any time a big name becomes available, people are like, oh, you're going to the Lakers, but and it's going to be dominant. But that makes no sense. Like, I don't really think that makes the Lakers any better at all. Like that makes it
2: doesn't. Sense. It doesn't make any sense, but it it's a Lakers move. It's it's a Lakers move. Like it's like <laughs> if it happens, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, they pick up all these old players. If you want me to be completely honest, before Mello announced his retirement, I thought Mello was still on the Lakers. I like
3: I, I, <laughs>
2: I have no clue. <laughs> like Mello was. wasn't on. <laughs> like when he announced it, I was like, "Dang, wow, you're really announcing your retirement on this Lakers run right now." Like really, wow. Then found out he's not on the team. Um, but Chris Paul to the Lakers. It shouldn't happen, but it will happen. It's a cornball move to do. You're going to go over there and be LeBron's little pet buddy. He's going to be Russell Wilt, Westbrook this year. It's just going to be De'Jones for them. It's it's not going to work. So, and it's always going to be out of spite as well because Chris Paul didn't get traded to the Lakers all those years ago, which is going to happen now. So watch. It will happen. But I think he should go to Boston. Um, If I want to be the thinking, it's going to be the best spot for him.
0: See, Colby, see, see what I was telling you. He's your buddy. He's your buddy.
1: What is how does that make him my buddy? I'm just saying, like, he fits Boston's team. On. I don't think that's like a I don't think anywhere Chris Ball goes is going to be like shifting the power dynamics no. of the league by any stretch. But, like, I mean, I do think, as far as like, I think Boston is really the only like contender that would make sense maybe Philly if they don't get hardened back but i don't really i don't really like that too much either so like i feel like boston or just go to like a young bad team and try to teach them about winning culture and how to play basketball and you know not post videos with guns or sleep with porn stars
0: oh god that's right oh man Never mind. Just when you thought the NBA <laughs> draft class, man. I told you, Colby, RJ Barrett. I think you were right about it. I th- I'm starting to lean towards your RJ well, Barrett.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking about that. that yeah, so, uh, let's <laughs> go. To
1: be fair. at this moment in time, right this very second is the best player from that
2: draft. if you would have told us what, four years ago now, that Darius Garland was the best person in that draft. I would have. What are you smoking, dude? Like, there's no way. And the Zion, my brother, dude. My brother in Christ, dude. I, I you got some cleaning up
3: to do right now because that is. I was a weird Tuesday to go on Twitter.
1: Yeah, that was uh, that was rough for Zion.
3: Not great. <laughs> Oh,
0: like, you know, it's, it's just—I think we figured out why his leg injury never really recovered. I was gonna yeah. say
1: that's, that's honestly the worst part of it. Like, if he was like out there dominating and this happened, it'd be like it'd still be well, like he was strange, dominating, Colby. Funny story, but like the fact that he's barely played in like four years, you're like, oh, so you're you're s- s- carrying on relationships with multiple women, one who's a porn star and and all this, but but you can't you know get out there and, and play. Like, what's going well, on? here?
2: And the messages he sends, dude, like it's just not a good look, dude. He just looks like the "Where's my hug, guy?" like type of vibe. Like it's just like, dude, you're you, you should have more Riz than this right now. Like what what's going on there? And then and then Gun Boy Adam Silver's over there freaking tickling our balls of like,
3: hey, this won't
2: get announced until after the finals. So something something said, and matter of fact, it was a toy toy? Okay, a legend. I, I think that's a lie.
1: There's no way. <laughs> that's
0: crazy. Was, that's the best. But... The, that's the best their camp can do. It,
1: was, it took them like a almost what, like three weeks or four weeks to say it to come out and say that. How long? I don't remember how long exactly it's been, but okay. a weeks. Like, if it was a toy, would they have not said that immediately? Listen, well?
2: you, I, that was my exact thought, Colby. I was like, if it was a toy, would you have said that straight away? Like, guys, don't worry, it's a toy gun. No, I thought I got Barry McCochiner. Uh, freaking, when I saw that tweet, I was like, There's no way this is real. Like, what, what Who's like, meme account is tweeting this? And I saw it was actual, legit, like, NBA, like, story. Where I was like, No, 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 just no. You cannot be wrong with this, excuse right now.
1: If it was a toy, too, in some ways, that's even worse because, like, then you're just like, So you're just being even more. I mean, either way, it's incredibly stupid, but like you're literally just like mocking everything that happened before. Like it's I've, I, and I loved John Morant like prior to this year and everything. And like, I was pretty in on the Grizzlies going into the year and even at points during it. But like now, I mean, also I've put him as the ninth best point guard now. Like I'm the Grizzlies, man, it's a
2: mess. That it's is a like mess. A mess. Dude. Like it, it, this is such a huge, like downgrade, dude. Like the, Everyone used to love Jaw, and then this season happened. It's really <laughs> crazy how things can change like
3: that.
0: Yeah, and like I said, that RJ take is still not looking too shabby, Cole. I mean,
3: <laughs> I've always
0: had my own dislike of Jaw Murray just because he beat my Wolves in the playoffs.
2: Well, remember, yeah. he's stressed.
0: He's stressed. <laughs> exactly. He's stressed, folks. He's stressed.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I know that's what I do when I'm stressed. I you know, what better way to relieve your stress than to just post guns on Instagram Live? That's that's very, you know, classic therapeutic uh, experience.
0: You never know; maybe for some, obviously, actually, actually, obviously, so.
2: I, 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 can't stop thinking. Like, if it's a toy gun, it, like how Kobe is saying, it is a lot worse. Look, like, like, <laughs> like, why do you have a toy gun in your car?
3: That, that looks very real. Yeah, like the toy
1: guns aren't they supposed to have the orange caps? I remember like being like a child playing with toy guns, they always had the orange caps so that like people know they're not real guns.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, those top two picks aren't they both from Carolina's,
2: like state of Carolina? South
1: Carolina. Yeah, they played on an AAU team together.
2: Uh huh, Carolina's going through right now. It's you on my brother, too. All right, like that.
1: RJ Barrett, he's Canadian. So, you know, you don't have to worry about any of that with him because, you know, he's just from Canada.
2: No, it's just that he just has to deal with Knicks fans hating him. That's it. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know he's just not like his issues. Is he's just like, I mean, he's solid, but like he's he's never going to be like, a, probably at this point, like an all star level guy. I think he's a good player. I, I like him more than most people, as we've said on this show, but like he's fine. I mean, he's definitely probably at this point, what, second or third best guy in that draft. I mean, there were some later guys, I guess, who were good. Hero was in that draft. Um, I mean I don't remember the whole draft off the top of my head
2: but
1: I'll pull it up anyways that's just crazy <laughs> I'm yeah. just now to see who else was in that draft
2: so uh
3: <laughs> yeah
0: that, that, plus I think uh who, there was that guy remember how there was that meme where everyone was surrounding Zion and then there was just that one tall dude? draft
3: <laughs> sorry go ahead yeah
0: I said, there's just that meme. Of, I just remember that meme being where Zion was surrounded by the media and no one was like – there was like one person asking this tall dude, like tall foreign dude a question.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: Jordan
2: Poole.
1: Yeah, Jordan Poole. But like even he is like down pretty bad right now. After Yikes,
3: one. yeah. yeah Brandon, what's going Clark, on?
1: Brandon Clark at 21 is pretty good. But, I mean, this top 10 is brutal because you have DeAndre Hunter who's like – you know, he's Sorry. great, but he's not as good as I thought he would be. Garland is obviously the best. Jarrett Culver, uh, Rip, oh, he was man, rip. Kobe White, I would say, is underachieved. Jackson Hayes, I think, barely plays. Rui, I mean, he's already on his second team. Cam Reddish, I think he's already on, like, his third team. Cameron Johnson's pretty nasty. He's pretty good. P.J. Washington, I mean, he's on the Hornets. Yeah, Hero is probably the second best, I would say. Garland. I mean, Moran is still obviously and Zion are still really good when they play. But, you know, they're uh, they've certainly they're certainly doing their best to uh, piss away their careers.
0: At the moment, at the you know, moment. If they just ball out and what next season we're just going to be talking about their off course stuff. But they'll be in the playoffs again or in John Moran's case again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah Zion. I I've kind of it feels bad to say, but I've pretty much completely given up on Zion at this point. Like I just I'll don't want to one, one
2: more, one more. I'm giving him one more. Like I don't want, I don't want to give up on him. That's the thing. I don't. Like, so dude, he's gonna have a kid on the way. He has the ball out now, right? Like, dude, dude is so dominant when he's healthy. He plays beautiful basketball, and then he it just gets hard He pulls a freaking Amie's Anthony Davis out there. It's just, ugh. it's worse
1: than Anthony Davis. <laughs> like the dude has played like what, like less than. He's probably played less, he's definitely played less than half the games he's eligible for in his career. Like he, he's, has he ever even played 40 games? (laughs) Like that's what? Anyways. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So that pretty much covers the NBA news before we hit into our segments to round it out. There is, there was a couple really just two NFL notes today. Obviously the first and most noteworthy, Jalen's Vikings, which we have to get into here. Dalvin Cook released, four-time Pro Bowler, great back, has had a great career with the Vikings. But, you know, they gave him a second contract. Now they're like, oh, we don't want to pay that. So they release him. We'll see where he winds up. Jalen, just initially, what was your thoughts? I know we were talking about it a little bit before we started.
0: Um, Man. First of all, I, I just was uh, a little disappointed in the Vikings. Just another player that we just can't get anything for, really. Um, this one, though, being a running back is concerning. It kind of sucks for the running back crew out there of what's going on, uh, that the Vikings came and find a way. Not even being able to we'll talk about you know possible matches, but market is very, very small. I mean, for trades, at least. So where he goes as a free agent, probably will mix things up for everyone else. But it does stink. I'm not going to sit here and lie. It does stink, but we also get some young legs. I do believe in Alex Madison. He's going to probably be a beast. So he's still a beast. I don't know what I mean. Probably he is a beast. He did really well last year. He was a great number, two, And uh, I think he will be able to carry the workload this year. So it just sucks. This sucks (laughs) that we can't get anything for a great player and see and let him go properly, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, from what I saw, it doesn't look like he's going to get officially released until Friday at least. So you do have some small hope, but Vikings, like, get something. I mean, at this rate, I mean, I think your fans would be at least happy if you just got a pick or something out of it rather than just be completely released. Um, and it's it's the running backs, dude. It's crazy how we used to view running backs as, like, gods, dude. They used to freaking be... Workhorses. They would change games. No, it's kind of like a different narrative. They hit the age twenty six and see a buddy. We'll just draft another dude and get a young buck and kind of put it in. So it's it's crazy. It really is. Like think about it. Man. I remember watching. You know, Dalen uh Marshawn. You had all these like great dudes that just and now it's kind of view running backs as shoulders so this, this this is going to be interesting for dalvin like where does he go
1: yeah i'll be interested to see where he winds up i mean I, there's no way you're going to get anything for him he's a running back he's the is he's this big he's too big of a contract like it just goes to i mean i don't think you ever give a running back a second contract like i guess mccaffrey because he's sort of a receiver and kamara would be the ones i could kind of be most comfortable i mean dalvin cook is for the last couple of years been as good as any running back in the league. And like, I mean, it's just devaluing the position. It's the same reason why I absolutely killed Detroit for picking Jameer Gibbs, who I think this can be a great player, but that well we Jalen and I thought about that for so much on the show already over the after the draft. But I mean, I'm not surprised. Minnesota, you know, they're I'm not I really don't know how to feel about the Vikings this year, man. Like I have faith in Madison. Like I said, I'm I mean, I'm a very Down on running back sky, anyways. Um, so I mean, I still don't think it's gonna change them drastically, but they've also let go of people on defense. Um, they're trying to because aren't they getting rid of Dizidarius Smith too, or did they already release him?
3: Um, yeah,
1: Yeah, so they released him
0: or trade, yeah, either way, he's gone, he's already gone. So So I might
1: get from the salaries. It's interesting. I really don't know. I'm fascinated to see what the Vikings look like this year. So I'm pretty wide. I could see it going a lot of
2: ways. Ain't okay with Kirk Cousins, man, all right? I'm a fan sure. of Madison, though. I'm a fan of Madison, though. Like, he's been always good at handcuff for me in fantasy when Dalvin would get hurt. I mean, just plug in Madison. it had the same production as Dalvin. So, if I'm a Vikings fan, I wouldn't be worried. I I, I would trust Madison. I think he's good. So, I mean, he'll, you'll get, what, two years out of him, and then you move on to the next.
1: Yeah. Is that, Is this- I think – that's. I think that's a good take. And the Vikings, and I know I can't – I'm not even going to try to pronounce their GM's name, but this is what only, like, his second or third year. Um, And I think – I mean, I understand mostly what he's doing. Like, I think he's done a pretty good job overall. So, I definitely think he's earned the right to be trusted.
0: Oh, yeah. Quest, he's doing a great job. Um And it's the second year already. Him and KOC just cooking it up in Minnesota. I have no – no hesitations on where this team's going right now. I still think we're a playoff team. We got Kirk, Justin Jefferson, some solid defense still. We got a new defensive coordinator. Thank the gods above for the for that. Um, gosh, I, I, it's it's going to be a miracle, man! It, I, I, a miracle to see our defense not play zone eighty percent of the time. <laughs> I really think that's going to change the game, guys. I mean, you guys are ignoring the fact that we literally played zone. Eighty percent of the time, and still got thirteen wins. I mean, that's the reason why okay.
1: you're not going to get thirteen wins again, though. I mean, I mean,
0: you're no. right. We're not no. getting thirteen wins, Colby. We're getting fifteen. No. I, you're right. We're getting. We're going for fifteen this year. No. Yeah, you see it, Christian. You see it. Yeah. No,
2: he no, yeah. Look at his reaction. It's like I think it's like as much as I really do want to laugh about this, I have to remember it is the NFC. Like I like I really want to laugh about it, but like. Part of me is like, oh, we're allowed to dream over it, here. It, we're it, allowed it, to dream. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're they they're allowed to have you know kind of that dream just because it's the <laughs> NFC and yeah. it could be possible.
1: You know, what? you're not tearing down a cold-blooded killer at quarterback every single week, like
3: you are in the NFC. I mean,
0: That's yeah, fun. you're right. We don't. We yeah. <laughs> we got we got I mean, a guy yeah. that wakes up and uh wakes up and he, is smiling at one o'clock and is ready to play some football. And that's who we got. I and mean, a guy named Kirk Cousins. And boy, oh boy, is he threatening at 1 o'clock. But when it comes to 8 o'clock, man, I'm still sitting here. I think it's four or five primetime games. <laughs> I will be sweating every single one of them, which may result in 13 wins again this season. Don't You're worry.
1: thirteen. Wins. I think they probably will be in the mix, probably in the playoffs, in the mix. We're going
0: undefeated at 1 o'clock. I'm telling you that. We only okay. lost, like, what, once, twice at 1? So I think we're going undefeated this year. Wow.
1: Well, let me – dispute that in a second but either way I mean I think the Vikings they'll be fine I I I've always I said I've right since they hired KOC I've always really liked him I mean so that part is honestly the thing I have the most faith in is I do think he's a really good coach
3: yeah yeah
0: oh yeah and I'm glad I'm glad when we first did the show KOC was one of the original great takes that we had coming from you Colby it's uh it's always it's always good to have some reinforcement
1: all right, they probably will – I'm looking at their schedule. They probably will win most of these 1 o'clock games. It is not exactly <laughs> – it's not exactly a murderer's row of 1 o'clock games. The hardest one is probably the Chargers. It's probably their toughest 1 o'clock game, and I guess Detroit. Um, you do have
0: – 1 o'clock.
1: You got five primetime games, though, so that's concerning.
0: <laughs> See, it's going to all balance out. That's why. They know what they're doing, the Kirk Cousins. They well, I say that, that, They That, that the
2: balances sprint. out. Yep, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's the script. <laughs> and the
1: Bengals game is is TBD, and it so is the last Detroit game. So that's kind of interesting.
0: Oh, here we go. Let's not even get. I'm glad we're pushing that segment off for later because yeah, I don't even really yeah. want to get started about those guys up in Detroit.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: Wait. First
0: game of the year, having asses.
1: Yeah, I, that is still crazy to me. Christian, I guess we never talked to you about that. Real quick before we get into this thing, what was your thoughts on the Lions? I was
2: them. I was not anticipating the Lions to be the first game. Yeah. <laughs> I
3: would tell you that. But
2: but I think best case scenario is that the Lions lose in a close game. They don't want to win this game. Because if they win this game, they have really high expectations oh at the I of the think I think, yes. I think the game plan should be to lose by three and then you ride into a hot streak after that.
1: I think it's a good take. <laughs>
0: Uh, I'm gonna you. i gonna I, I can't. can't I can't. I can't breathe. Every single word. I, I hate hearing every single word that you just said right there. <laughs> they're yeah, they're
1: probably gonna get. I re- see them
0: going three. I see them going three and uh three
1: and
3: fourteen. Oh come on! The oh, oh, man. Dude, Tell absolutely. me, when you're not you have a little
2: bit of happiness. And you won't let out. You mind
1: don't mind. actually believe they're gonna go three and fourteen. Come on, you're just saying that.
0: You're right, not three and fourteen. One and sixteen. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I think they're gonna be at least a seven-win team. I do think I think a seven-win season for them is exceeding expectations every year. So okay. That, that's what they need to, that that is just the lion's way. On. One prime. One
1: prime quarterback in the NFC. He might oh,
3: be a whoa, whoa. In the NFC, but whoa. If the NFC
1: stopped, what? What do you mean? There are not five quarterbacks who have accomplished more in the NFC than Jared Goff.
0: Okay. Okay. Now you're throwing him his accomplishments. Oh, okay. Fuck all right, you. So five <laughs>
3: <better?
0: Who laughs> That's five all I can better. say. I've given Jared Goff his flowers, and you you brushed off his accomplishments many times. I,
1: I, hey, I will say I was somewhat down on Jared Goff this year, but like he proved me wrong. He had a great year. There are uh, quarterbacks in the NFC better. There are not. Hurts?
0: He's got one in his division. He's got two, actually. I'm, I'm going to argue with two.
1: No, come on. Who? Fields. Fields has the potential to pass Yeah, him. I'm going to argue with
2: you say... Fields has the potential. I wouldn't put him up there yet, though.
1: Yeah, you cannot say at this moment that Fields is better, because that's just not true. I think he's better than Kirk. I don't see how he's not. But I know you're obviously very biased, so we don't have to fight about that.
0: Look, one guy Jack, plays on I one guess... o'clock, one guy plays on primetime. I, time. I okay.
1: guess Dak is better. Um, uh, Like, maybe. No.
0: No,
2: I don't think, that, I, don't no. think is, no, I hate no. to say it. No, I know. No. All
1: right, so there you go. So Stafford come off the injury. I would still say Stafford's better. Stafford, mm. hurts. I mean, that's the only two that are definitely that I know for a fact are better. I mean NFC, it's a it is a wasteland of quarterbacks out there, man.
2: Panthers goal. Cool.
1: Bryce Young already. <laughs> Rice Hill, oh boy.
0: no, you're forgetting Colby Forty ers
1: Oh, I mean Brock. I mean, hey, if Brock has another great year, then yes. yeah.
3: Brock, yeah, Brock. could.
1: But he's not better than golf right now. Come on, golf.
0: I mean, could technically, everyone has
2: Geno Smith in Seattle. I mean, I, come forgot, I have already forgot about Geno.
1: I need to see it again. I need to see it again. I, I can't say. <laughs> I'm again. there
3: too, Colby.
2: <laughs> okay. Like, I like. I need to see this again before I even say Geno is like. <laughs>
3: Is that so do we here?
0: have no faith in Derek Carr? In the, in no, the no,
2: no, 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 they are hitting, they are hitting a solid eight nine. They are not.
1: that feels accurate.
0: That
2: actually like feels accurate. I like accurate. Carr, but I don't. I think yeah.
1: it. I mean, I would say he's around the same level as Golf, but I would still take Golf over Carr.
3: It's close.
0: Let's see. You believe in Love more than I do, but I don't think he's better than Golf at all. So I think Maybe. we agree on that, right? Who? The, love.
1: No, yeah, I love no, of course not. You can't say cool. love is better than golf. He's played like three games.
0: <laughs> what about Danny Dives?
1: He has the potential to pass him, but no. At this point, no way.
0: He's he won a playoff game. He at this
1: point, at this point, yeah, That's he won a playoff game. game. He has Dayball. Okay, Jared Goff also said way better now. I'm saying Jones could if he has it takes another step in year two with Dayball, he could pass him. It's on the board. But as of right now, no. Not yet. All right. the, thing, the NFC has a lot of guys who, like, if they then pop off, Baker. could. Okay, then, yeah, exactly. The and NFC they're... has a lot of guys
3: who could. Dude, I really – I want Baker to do good. Thank you. I want Baker to do
2: good. I it's not happening. They're gonna be cool. I've, I've always been a Baker stand, even though he was in my division. I was always oh, a cool. Baker Oh, yeah. I, hey, I oh.
1: love Baker. I love Baker more than, as much as anyone when he's on the Browns. And, like – that's again. Christian and I both said. I'm sure. I don't know if Christian said it specifically, but I know we feel the same way. as the like because the Browns have always been so bad. It's not like they're even really yeah. around. They're just like you feel bad for them. Um, yeah. Not anymore now that they have Sean Watson. Now i have actually no,
3: again
2: Disgusting. Them.
3: disgusting. <laughs> Prior to that, like you felt bad for them. <laughs> it was and so they, now
2: it's disgust.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, because they
2: also did Baker dirty, in my opinion. So that's also why I really love Baker.
1: Yeah, I do agree.
2: Yeah, yeah, I agree 100%, um, sir, 100%. Quickly
1: Before we hit the other NFL stuff in the segments, where where do you all think Dalvin Cook makes sense? We don't have to do a full matchmaker, but what are some teams
3: just off the top of your head? Well, we'll
0: I think off the bat, it's going to your guys' division. I know you saw over here trying to flex over to Miami, but I think the best fit would be any of the teams in your guys' division. Obviously. How about that? obviously hang on obviously you got the ravens they always need running backs right christian you want that running back core come on you, oh, you make the
3: most sense
1: out of all of them but it makes no the actually most sense. The, my team
0: would be actually the team that i would say makes the most sense was going to be the steelers so that way they have two guys to help out not two guys back out there for kenny pickett
1: and they already have Jalen warren no steelers i don't think would have any interests i don't think that makes any sense get a all. surefire
0: guy in delvin cook come on
1: Jalen Warren, <laughs> running back, is not the Steelers' problem. i no, there's no. I don't know,
0: man. You were upset at Najee a lot last season. Hey, I, I said know if you hey, remember that.
1: <laughs> <beginning>, <laughs> you were, yeah. he was
0: right, not upset. Wrecked. Let's say disappointed. I'll take that back. Disappointed. You, yeah, you had I, I said of disappointed down
1: the stretch right? he was awesome. The last couple games, I think. What I think it was, I think he was banged up at the start of the year because he was not good at the beginning of the year. Jalen Warren was a mm-hmm. little better than him, but down he the
2: stretch, he had He hasn't been good.
1: Down the stretch, Najee was good, better. So nah. Yeah, I don't Cook
0: think the Browns brought back Kareem Hunt, right? Well Kim no, Kareem still a free agent.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's so I
0: was big about big. to say I can cause Kevin Stefansky and Dalvin Cook will also be a pretty lethal combination for him, the return to with Nick Chubb adding into that mix as well. That that he's actually already a part of. Sorry.
1: I mean, I guess. I don't know. I I don't think anyone in the north I think the Dolphins makes sense. Obviously, I mean, just like I said when we did the D-hop one, the Jets, just to to even add more hype to the train, just ever get as many big names on the Jets as you can, what could possibly go wrong? That'd be kind of funny. Uh,
2: I have a dark horse. Oh, okay. The Bucks. Interesting. Stay in Hmm. in Florida, close to Florida State, and they need a running back. They have, what, Ronald Jones? I mean, they they don't have playoff Lenny. Dude, not get, dude. There's so many running backs on the free agent market, dude. This is crazy. No you one still, wants
1: Miles on them. They just want they want young backs that haven't played that much. Because
2: you still have so, playoff plenty. You still have Zeke. Zeke's still free agent. I don't
3: think was going to sign Zeke, man. I
2: think Eckler settled, didn't he? Eckler yeah. technically settled. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, he knew no one want to freaking trade for him, dude. No one wants to take on a contract, and he's nearing the age where everyone's gonna obviously go downhill so i was i dude looks like an idiot now
0: <laughs> i mean he's still no like he's back on the charges i think he got a couple year extension or something like that but it's all you got a bonuses. couple more money huh He got a couple more dollars yeah i was about to say i don't think he got that much more but i do know that he's got it all in bonuses now like he got bonuses out the out the out the wazoo I'm trying to find a good way to put it <laughs>
3: that's good
1: I like the Bucks. I hadn't thought about that, Christian. That's a good one, though. I, I like mm-hmm. that. One. I could definitely see that.
0: I do like that actually. Give Baker some help.
1: I'm trying to think who else would make sense. I mean, I, that's a pretty good one. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe what about the Giants? Kind of because Saquon spell him a well, little. That bit. would
0: just make it all spicy if they took him on, though. Depending on how I don't yeah, think they yeah, sign him for that long. Actually, yeah, especially
2: Saquon didn't sign his contract. Yeah, yeah, I guess
1: that's true. Maybe maybe the. Actually, no, not the Rams, because they just don't have money. Um <laughs> like, just
0: don't have money. The Cowboys can really do the Cowboys can really do Zeke under though if they took Dalvin Cook here. I mean
1: the Cowboys wouldn't be the worst fit to have him to spell Tony Pollard. I mean that'd be a nice little combo. But think, yeah. I'm sure I bet I guarantee you, like I feel like he's gonna be a free agent for a while because like all the other running, he's gonna I mean he's accomplished so much. I'm sure he's gonna think he's worth the dollar amount that no one's gonna want to give him.
3: Yeah.
0: I, I loved Alvin Cook, man. I, I really, he brings, he's like a great value Christian McCaffrey, uh, I would say. He has a little different taste to it, but he does catch the ball, but he's not as explosive, you know?
1: This, uh has What is what is Alvin Kamara's legal situation? The Saints could be one if that's not, has that been resolved? I'm not.
0: That's late July, I'm pretty sure we'll find out.
1: Okay, that's when he keep if he's still out there on the market after late July, keep an eye out if, if Kamara gets suspended.
2: That is – yeah, I totally forgot about that. Kamara is supposed to be suspended. That's – uh, yeah,
1: that could be one. Interesting. NFC South as a whole, man, it's just so wacky. It's going to be fun this year. It's going to be so gross and fun. And it's going to end with Desmond Ritter holding the crown.
0: I was about to say, what if he goes to Atlanta? I don't think it makes sense though. I mean they I got, got Bijan It could five. help Bijan, but I don't see it. They got Cordell.
1: And Algae. <laughs> yeah, the Falcons have backs for days. They don't need him. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and then quickly, unless anyone has any other matches, um the only uh, other
2: we have an interesting update in the Zion situation. Oh. Um, oh no. It's a it's a picture. I'm not sure if the green skin no, I can't. Um, but it's a picture of Zion's back uh, apparently on this girl's uh, story, and be laying around sleeping comfortably knowing you have B-words, pregnant <laughs> and disgusted.
0: Jesus Christ. Christ. He's still just releasing stuff. Yeah, just, really uh, just, uh,
1: oh, yeah, letting him have it.
0: She's really letting him have it. <laughs> well, you know <laughs> what else is going to be letting him have it? Depending on <laughs> this curse, it's going to be Josh Allen, folks.
1: Oh, good trade. Great segue. There, There yeah. was also one other NFL thing that I forgot about that I wasn't going to We'll do the Josh Allen thing
0: first. The other NFL thing was minor, but yeah. Write it down, man. Write it down. We, we lo- you know we love the NFL here. But anyways, yeah, Josh Allen on the Madden cover, man. I'm concerned. The curse, Christian, you're going to talk about it here in a second. I'm obviously, I'm obviously concerned. Justin Jefferson had a great year. I mean, Mr. Madden himself was on the cover, but Justin Jefferson was pretty much the promotional boy all over for the game. So, it's, uh, I'm over here, I'm a little bit concerned, because Justin Jefferson, he balled out, folks. He was blessed. So, Christian, you want to reassure my concerns here?
2: I mean, it's, the Madden curse used to take people out left and right Um, the past couple years. It hasn't really done too much effect. I mean, you had Tom Brady, you've had Patrick Mahomes, you've had Lamar, and you also had John Madden himself so that was a year that we took off no one I believe since the Gronk cover has gotten that because yeah. Gronk got hurt no cover. no it
1: was it was the AB AB in it 20- was the AB he got like A-B. a triple Madden curse he got like that's because I remember Jalen said that's why Mahomes didn't get affected by it the next year it's because AB, yeah, got, A-B got it years A-B
2: of course. Okay. So was AB ABs the last one where it really got them, and I know I just have a really bad gut feeling like Josh is gonna get an injury that might take my season. I'm just I don't want it to happen. I don't want it to happen. We, we love long, Josh Allen here. We don't, like I I could tolerate him. Um. He's a crybaby on the field. He 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 complains too much. To okay, right,
0: I'll actually reject. I'll take right. that statement back too. Actually, we respect Josh. We respect mean, Josh. Uh, we <laughs> respect Josh Allen. That's I the best way to I about.
1: feel like we properly rate Josh Allen on this. Yeah,
0: that's what I think it's I respect. Like we have a
1: very objective, fair ranking of Josh Allen. Like he's top yeah, right. five quarterback, closer to five than one, obviously.
2: But he's closer to, to watch, five yeah, than one. It. Yeah, he's fun to watch, but I I think he gets a little too much uh the more than others um yes. but with the curse itself it's also not a good look that the the deluxe edition cover art not sure if both of y'all peeped this but it has a graphic error on his face mask on the middle piece it is cut off if you want to take a look at it on the it's weirdly like just some random piece sticking out where it's not supposed to be and it I saw that. I was like, oh, I don't know, dude. This curse. Which one is this?
0: The deluxe version? Or the, the, deluxe,
2: the deluxe version. Look at his face mask. So and when he's, he's like, jumped in the crowd? Yeah, when he's jumping the crowd, look at the face mask. Look at that middle, middle piece. And yeah, it's, it's just
0: floating. <laughs> <laughs> it's just floating. Oh, Madden is going to still be yeah. mad. Oh, here uh, we go. Look, on this, I don't know if you guys can see mine, but it has all the previous Madden covers underneath it. <laughs> Yeah. So right here we got A.B., O.B.J., um, Lamar, Gronk, Calvin Johnson, Adrian Peterson, and uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady.
2: Yeah, yeah. And like I said, A.B. A. B. got that hit hard. And this is going to be very interesting. I, I just I just have a random feeling. As well as the trailer was not good because it still had the Cardinals' old uniforms in there. As well as Devontae Smith, they made him look like Megatron. Um, so I'm not going to look (laughs) for Madden right now. It's
3: true.
0: I still think Ray Lewis should have been the cover instead of Megatron. But that's my bias because I'm a Vikings fan.
1: Well, Ray Lewis also had been on the cover before.
0: Yeah, he was back in 04, I want to say. So was Patrick Mahomes. He's won
1: it twice. Yeah, and him and Brady are the only... Okay, the only two people who've been on it twice are the two best quarterbacks ever.
0: And you could have put the best defensive player on there ever. Sorry, I meant yeah, linebacker better. at least. He's a good linebacker. There's an yeah, argument for best
2: great
3: defensive not, players out there.
2: So I think but I think I think Madden needs to put a def- defensive player on there. It's been a while. When, who's the last defensive I went player? I wanted Aaron Donald. Time? My choice
0: for the cover was Without Aaron Donald. Him.
1: Man, yeah, I guess who was the last one? They really it's been a long time.
0: It was uh Troy Polamalu. Was it opinion. Troy? Yeah, was
3: it Troy? It yeah, was oh nine. <laughs> yeah, the thing was I know, Troy and Larry, I mean, and I, he shared I, a cover with Larry. Yeah, cover.
1: On all offense, so they they're trying to sell. It's pretty much been. I mean, realistically, it's been all quarterbacks. This is because of the John here, yeah. Obviously, AB was the last non-quarterback. It's been like four Dude. straight quarterbacks. I think
0: I think I, just, I think there more yeah. recently than a cool, than a defensive player.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. I think. I think jj should have got the cover though i I thought he should have um, yeah, he was I the one know, that was I... fun and like a gritty on the cover would have been awesome i think
0: wasn't peyton hillis a fullback or halfback
3: i forgot halfback halfback, halfback.
0: it wasn't a running back i know it wasn't he was like a different title it. <laughs>
1: yeah um i i thought it would be hurts i thought jalen hurts would have made a lot of sense too um i was surprised with josh allen but
2: um the thing right. also the thing also if he does like let's say hypothetically the madden curse happens, i guarantee you people are going to spend on this as also the Haley Steinfield curse uh I mean, it's it's i could see it i could just
3: see it it's
0: but also know. like let's also think about colby we just talked about how concerned we were for the bills because you had your coach pressure rankings and you had sean mcdermott in the top four on this yeah. monday
3: Maybe so I more. mean
0: we were just talking about how concerned we were for the Bills pressure wise. So <laughs> I mean this is just putting more fuel
2: into the flames on Sean McDermott. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean I mean yeah. Josh Allen has a, Josh Allen has a lot of pressure man. He has no one to throw through apparently uh, like what what I, I, hate yeah, when, when, I hate when I hate when analysts say that the Bills have no one to throw to. What? You have Stephon Diggs and Gifford Davis. What? The
1: draft the best tight end in the draft.
2: Yeah.
0: And what they still got Knox, or is he gone?
1: No, they still got Knox. Yeah, they're about to run some two tight end sets. I mean, to be fair, the one thing that Bills – because I'm also not super high on the Bills. I agree with everything y'all have said. Um, I did really like their draft, though. I did thought that – I thought they did have a pretty good draft. It's the one thing I'll say for their benefit. I really liked their first couple picks.
0: Kincaid. That's his name. Dalton Kincaid. Yeah, that's the tight end they drafted.
1: Um. Okay. Also, I just have to, I just saw this from Malika Andrews. Um, this is wild. This is just a random NBA thing. But Jamal Murray, because was talking about how he got a bad floor burn when the game last night. When he was younger, he said his dad would have him do pain tolerance drills, including balancing cups of hot tea on his quads while holding a squat, to prepare oh. him for moments like
3: this. <laughs> what? Dude, what? That's wild. <laughs>
0: what? what kind of players are the nuggets drafting man they got freaking dudes taking squats with hot tea on their laps they got guys riding horses in the offseason stuff you know like practicing they got what, what's going on here you got you got colby what
1: yeah that's crazy i don't know i never saw that one coming that's uh that's pretty wild
0: what are you guys do what is mike malone do and again christian braun a kansas farm boy just cooking up the NBA all of a sudden. What you're
1: doing, man. Mike Malone, he's tough as nails. So I I've like I said this has been an awesome playoff run by Mike Malone, too. And I know people some people don't like that he's been griping with the media and the press conferences and stuff. Um, but my takeaway is I'd rather have much, much rather have it be him doing that than the players. I kind of like that he's the one that he's like, I'll take the fire, I'll take the shots. Y'all just spook.
0: There you go. Back to the NFL, though, Colby. Great great segue, though. Got some crazy people out there.
3: <laughs> yeah. And, no, uh, yeah it's, it's having... Josh
0: Allen apparently still needs more crazy people, but now <laughs> he's got a curse on him.
1: Um, yeah. So before we wrap, hit these segments, um, the only other NFL thing I saw, just a minor thing, but uh, Frank Clark to the Broncos on, like, one year. Mm. Kind of interesting. My biggest takeaway from that, I guess, is just where are the Broncos getting all this money from? Is they have paid Russell Wilson that insane contract. They then they signed like the two what like two super expensive linemen. This like the Broncos. What kind of they are now in that Rams level of just spend all the money. They're going all in on this team. That I mean, I'm sure they'll be a lot better with Sean Payton, but I really don't know what they're going to what their ceiling is going to be in the AFC. And they are just swear. going for it.
0: I swear, man, that, their contract has to be like one Walmart guaranteed at the end of each season or something like that. <laughs> Like they get their own Walmart ownership. Like it has to be, has to be something like they have. Like Walmart ownership is just cooking right now.
2: <laughs> I mean, they're really like gearing up for like having to go at it all in for Cale Williams, man. Like, I can't wait for this team to skyrocket next year. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know about Skyrocket. The AFC. Are you in is,
3: on the? Are you, are you, the block aren't you guys
0: the AFC? No, Come on, I'm, are you really? I'm, I'm, Christian, you if, lose. The if sleep you on heard the me,
2: those? I say when they get Caleb Williams. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, I did not hear that
0: part. Okay, there we go. So you're giving them a <laughs> you're you think they're going to stink this year?
2: They're not Yep,
1: yeah, yeah, I think they stink again. They're. I think their division rivals going to take Caleb Williams from
0: them. I
2: think. I think Champagne's the most overrated coach in NFL history.
0: Oh, Kirsten, you know I would love to support that. You know I'd
2: love to support
0: that. He's he's
3: decent without Drew Brees. He
2: did do pretty good without Drew Brees.
1: Yeah, that last year with Jameis Winston was fairly impressive before Jameis blew out his knee when he somehow taught Jameis Winston how to not throw interceptions when no one else has ever been able to. I'm
0: surprised that Taysom Hill's not a Bronco. That that that's one thing that still slips my mind is how is he still on the Saints? (laughs) Like the Saints need to let this man reunite with with...
1: that's facts. I can't believe that I'm surprised that wasn't like Sean Payton's first move. Surprised he didn't have that in the contract. You have (laughs) to be Taysom Hill.
0: (laughs) Taysom Hill comes with me.
3: (laughs) Oh,
1: okay. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, any any other thoughts on the Frank Clark before we wrap up with these two segments?
3: Oh yeah. Well,
0: let's talk about the fact that defensively i guess that helps uh i don't i can't really think besides pat sartan ps2 um any really big names out there on the defense you know obviously just haven't thought and haven't brushed up on my nfl but ps2 is the one that i know for a fact is going to be a name that is always concerning to any offense so having frank clark does help a lot for them
2: I thought it was a very underrated signing. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I'm I surprised Frank Clark was still in the market. I mean, I think he's still a good, good defensive person to put on, good leadership, so good signing.
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to check out this Broncos Jeff chart because I'm pretty sure they got some studs. The only reason why I'm blanking out on it is mostly because I uh, played Broncos on my recent Madden run, <laughs> and I let a lot of guys go. So uh, we're going to just go check it out real quick because I know before I let them go, they had some dogs. Yeah, Courtland. Oh, wait, nope. <laughs> That's the offense. I was about to say Cortland Sutton, but uh I ain't it, Chief. Let's see, DJ Jones. Uh hmm. Oh, Justin Simmons. There he is. That's the big uh, name. And they got yeah. Kareem Jackson. So defense is stacking up pretty uh, pretty well for the Broncos right now.
1: I mean, they on paper they have a very good roster, but they had that last year and you saw how it went. So, and
0: they got (laughs) Randy Gregory. Remember, they got Randy Gregory over the offseason. That's what I'm saying. They gave
1: him a big deal, too. Like, what kind of what is their cap situation, man? They got to be running low on funds. Wait,
2: wait, wait. Retain Garrett Bowles got Mike (laughs) McGlinchie. Are we we talking about Randy Gregory, the guy that hasn't been in the
3: league for a little bit?
0: Uh, I mean, he's in and out. I injury, I think. I'm just saying that as optimistic as I can. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) But hang on. I don't think we ever got to talk about this. They got rid of Brandon McManus. So Christian. yeah, Yeah. Colby, you guys both know. You can't get rid of my favorite kickers, man. Just like how I told the Colts you will rule the day that you got rid of Rodrigo. You're going to rule the day you got rid of McManus. And Christian, I might be tailing that take. I'm not going to lie. I completely forgot they did McMahon is dirty. They should have just let him right off in the sunset. He's just a kicker, man.
2: Man, has always been solid for him. And I don't know why they released him.
0: Yeah. Must have had beef with,
2: with uh, Sean Payton.
1: Sean Payton just wants to set the tone, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. You know, it's it's a kicker, but yeah. He was a he solid probably, for a long time.
2: He probably wanted to be with Russ's training coaches. and start not allowed in the building. He's like, I need that coach, man. <laughs>
3: That's funny.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. So that's all the news pretty much. So we got about five minutes on this meeting. Christian, you wanna you wanna start your uh your stadium or you got some updates. Yeah. some big oh. news?
2: Yeah, we got some Dude. updates. It's been like a month and a half since I did mine, and these three are from last month. So we have first coming in, we have Benway. Fenway Park for the Boston Red Sox. And
3: Wait, they come first in... overall?
2: No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying first oh. out of three. Ooh, um, sorry. Okay. They come in at number six. So they Damn. jump PNC Arena. Um, so Fenway coming at six, dude. The great historical feeling. Just awesome. Just like you can feel the history as soon as you walk in. The bar scenery, awesome. There are just bars all around Fenway. I actually went into that underground bar that you can actually see inside Fenway. Wow. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot what it was called, uh, but it was it was awesome though. That's uh, where I saw one of our old buddies, Matt Labuski. Shout out, you bud! Um, so it, it was cool. Like it, like he, as I said, but the big downside I will say is the seats. The seats were pretty like wooden, not comfortable and it just it was like a weird positioning some of the seats that not the ones i was particularly sitting in but i would look at the other seats and I'm like oh, that's a weird angle to be sitting in that um but that, i would say that's probably the big downfall with them the prices the beers were a little expensive as well um but the green wall dude that was awesome just look okay, at I'm that monster. massive wall oh my god dude you're like dude is that's it that big yeah that's a monster oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: um,
2: so that that's, that was cool that was cool um then we move on to where are they at? Oh, oh wow. We got to scroll for this one. Gillette stadium. This is for the new England revolution part MLS team. Um, they come in at 21. Uh, so quite a, quite a fall. All right. I was about to say a different take here, <laughs> different take here. Um, and so with them, it was cool. Um, cool like a little scenery um we have prices same prices as Fenway. um kind of a little outskirts of boston in their suburbs um so that was probably a big, big negative it was just kind of like doesn't feel like boston anymore um their supporter section is definitely was definitely the least weakest out of been at at any mls supporter section because usually mls support sections they go nuts like they they have, like, all these fires. They're, like, fucking ready to go. They're loud. They're always singing. Uh, this crowd, they were. They, like, they were. I was sitting right to the left of them. Um, and so they weren't. Yeah, they were just standing there. Uh, but they did have a cool little thing of having their little, like, I guess, patriot people, whatever. They, like, shot off the cannon or, like, their guns and stuff. It was pretty awesome. Uh, but shout out Shalabuski for the three seats. Like, that was awesome. He hooked me up with that. Yeah. Um, then the next one, Charlotte. I went back to Charlotte this time for a Charlotte FC game. So another MLS team. Um, they come in at sixteen, right above the Panthers. Now So they're really? right, right. So, so yeah, they're neck and neck right there. Um, so. I had to get the leg up to um. Can, Charlotte, can FC. I
0: interrupt real quick? Yeah. So Charlotte FC, I've heard they had their games to be electric. Like I've seen a lot of videos. They actually have like I've seen our brothers and our frat go to those games. Like I've seen some crazy stuff at Charlotte FC. Yeah.
2: So I will I will tell you that atmosphere was electric. Like they had a tradition where the Peppa song comes on. If you're not familiar with, one, it's like the. I don't know. How it's like that. Da, da. It's like that Spanish song that took over TikTok like a year ago. And essentially, what they do is that everyone turns around, is facing away from the field. They have their hands on everyone like shoulder to shoulder, and they're just jumping up and down. It is <laughs> It is awesome. <laughs> And then the supporter section, dude. Those fans went nuts. there's just fires, there's smoke. They're just like on the freaking like, they're on top of each other. They're just, um, they were amazing. So shout out to those fans. Um, and then at the ref, the game unfortunately ended in a controversial call by the ref, and those fans let that ref have ah, it. I've never been an atmosphere where I've seen the ref actually like have it. They were letting it loose on this guy. They were throwing their beers. Oh. And they were saying some really vulgar stuff. That like, <laughs> wow. I it, it was very noticeable different. Um, but it was a great atmosphere. Um, the big downfall I will say is that it's a stadium. It it, it just feels more of like the Carolina Panther Stadium rather than the Charlotte FC Stadium. And it was that's probably the, I would say the biggest downfall from them. Um, but yeah, I mean that's what I kind of think felt they fell down to sixteen was that it just didn't feel like the Charlotte FC's home felt more. Of a Carolina Panthers but they still had that electric atmosphere to put them over the Panthers in my rating. Um, but shout out to those fans, that was an absolute electric atmosphere. Like I couldn't say more, more, more less than for them. And so, with all of that, guys, that brings me to a total so far of 28. We're at 28 arenas right now. And my goal was to hit to get to number 30 by the end of this year. It's already halfway through the year, and we're already just need two more to hit the goal, so I plan on doing that. So, with the next stops on the list, we have Denver, baby. I Ooh. will be taking a Denver trip July 14th. Yeah, July 14th weekend. Um, so, hopefully see Jalen up there for a Rockies game, as well wow. as with the Rapids. Um, so, Good thing both teams suck, uh, but the rap the Rockies game should be interesting because it's against the Yankees. So
3: be able yes, to sir. see Aaron run, yes, So that
2: so it'll be it'll be cool. I'm excited. Um, so it be it's listen, it's gonna be wrapping up. I mean, I don't have anything else planned down this summer. Um, I possibly a Philadelphia Union game if I come down to a weekend in August if I feel like doing so. But nothing else on my radar right now. I think I'm just gonna type take a little reaver and then houston is on my radar for new year's eve for texans and possibly the rockets if they the schedule lines up maybe i'm really hoping fingers crossed but that's right now we just have denver on sites
1: that's high dude. You, you've been on a tear lately so that's awesome you're, you're real this is becoming quite a good list, wow.
2: that's awesome is, list. Well, yeah. Yeah. it's it's <laughs> my it's my reminder to people i mean be smart with your money of course um, I mean, just kind of save up, and you can have fun. I mean, that's simple as that. I mean, you just kind of, you kind of have, you have that mindset to be like, you know, what? Live life. Put money, put money here, or there to to sides for you to do something later on. Do that. So it's just, it's just, you know, a healthy reminder to be out there, get out of your shell, go have fun. You deserve it
0: sir well christian i got some good news for you buddy as of today actually i just put in my request and it was accepted um Ooh. we got that weekend guaranteed boy we got it so oh, content, I mean, coming, I mean, your way, content coming your way folks
2: 10 a.m mountain time baby on that friday <laughs> oh
0: oh yeah oh colby get ready no i'm just kidding I'm <laughs> <'Cause> you're, gonna <laughs> have, you're gonna have me christian and james all on the same episode probably
1: that's tough i mean hey i'll be ready that's i'll be
2: i'll be good
1: in
0: person too first because me and colby missed our first attempt on an in-person yeah, we
1: almost too. had one and then it did not work out sadly
0: <laughs> so here we go that's oh. big news but we got bigger news colby we got uh we got some nba burning questions don't we
1: yeah all right so yeah so christian we're here on monday so just to, to recount so this is we'll wrap up with this segment so basically I came up with burning the biggest, in my opinion, the number one burning question heading into the offseason for every NBA team, not counting the two that are still playing. So for the other 28 teams, um, the biggest burning question heading into the offseason. So we did the East on Monday, and so we got the West, the uh, 14 teams besides the Nuggets in the West, are what the biggest question is. Some we'll spend more time on than others, so you can stop me as we go. Jalen just kind of gave me his feedback last time, so... It's always interesting. It's the NBA offseason. I do I do love it. So and the draft is only a few weeks after the finals. So that's gonna be uh going be fascinating times. So are you ready here, sir?
0: Oh yeah, we're we're ready here. I, right. I I've been looking forward to this since Monday. Okay.
1: okay. So we're starting in the West. We're just doing the Northwest division, which the Nuggets are in, and the currently in the finals. So the first one I did, the Thunder. Pretty simple question for the Thunder. They're in a good spot. It's is optimism coming off this season for the Thunder with their million picks they got in the coming years and how good SGA is. So the biggest burning question for the Thunder, pretty simple, what is Chet Holmgren going to look like in the NBA? Is he going to be able to hold up physically? He obviously missed his whole rookie year with a foot injury. The potential, the upside is there with some of the shooting and shot-blocking stuff. He's a fascinating prospect, but he's got such that slight frame. What does Chet look like in the NBA and how good can he be? If he can reach... His potential, and, and if he is legit, I mean, the Thunder's upside. The sky's the limit with the young pieces they have. Because right Did now, it, I feel great about SGA, obviously. Giddy's awesome, and, and uh, Jalen Williams was terrific this year, too. That's the big question for the Thunder is what's Chat's
3: going to look like.
0: I got your answer right there. You just said it. Sky's the limit, and I'm expecting big things for this kid. Um, it sucks that he was scrawny, but he gets this whole time now. To get some mass on him. I hope to see some good. I hope to see him come out more muscle and everything. And I think he's gonna ball, most importantly. I think once he gets on the court, it's gonna be a game changer. I I'm a big believer in Chet. Even though he's super skinny, let's see if he bulks up. I'm a believer in him though.
2: So I'm gonna say yes. Say, to- I saw I saw a photo today of him working out. They're like, Chet's been bulking. he, he looks exact same
3: oh (laughs) i think like
1: the part of it that concerns me is i honestly think like it's just more his frame like i don't know how much muscle he's even going to be able to put on with that frame playing a full nba season i think that's true but like Giannis has a different frame too though like i don't know chet is just like even when Giannis was like scrawny came in the league he wasn't like that scrawny like chet is like unlike anything i've ever seen but it is fascinating all right, Jalen, your Wolves.
3: Oh, hard off the bat. Okay, here we go. Great
1: question. Do you move Cat and try to sell high, or do you run it back another year? He was out a lot of last year with the injury. Do you give him and Gobert another chance to see if he can work with Anthony Edwards, or do you just say – because you're kind of – you're stuck with Gobert at this point. That was obviously a dumb trade, but it's we're past it. So I think Cat could – he's still a very good player – and if he knew that he was only allowed to get six fouls, he would be a great player. So, um, what <laughs> you could still definitely get real value for Cat. I think there's some interesting hypothetical trades out there. Um, if Boston does want to blow up the Brown Tatum, could you convince them if you give them Cat and some other stuff for Jalen Brown? That'd be a filthy piece for Ant Man. Or do you run it back another year? My guess is they probably run it back at least one more year and see what it looks like. But potentially, maybe keep an eye to move him by the deadline. That's the name I'd watch, though. That's the big question going forward
2: for the Wolves.
0: All right, Cat. Obviously, I'm saying he's in. I've been. T- I know this past season I was like completely over him and just like, you know, what, Cat's gonna Cat. But I truly believe the Wolves can find a way. The ship, Rudy. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have hope that we find a way. Yeah. That if this thing doesn't work, that they're just gonna be like, all right. Somehow in some way we got to get this guy out of here and keep Anthony Edwards and cat. But at the same time though, it makes sense for him to leave. You know, I just would love to see him go to a spot. That's not the New York Knicks, um, not the LA wolves, not the Suns. for God's sake. If I swear to God, if we get Deandre Aiton instead of, Cal- and we do a trade swap, I'm going to, I'm gonna lose it. I don't think
3: they would do that. I would hope. I would lose it if we
0: got DeAndre Eight and Switch for Carl Anthony Towns, or we give him to next thing you know, we give it to Stinkin the Jazz for barely anything again. And now they have both him and Walker Kessler. So yeah, you know, it regardless of what's gonna happen, you know stupidity is falling. That's all you know when it comes to the Timberwolves. And I'm gonna have to sit here and watch it. And that—that's all I can really say, Colby. So my answer to you is, the answer is going to be stupid. And that's what I'm going to say. The answer is stupid.
2: <laughs> the thing is, is, I could totally see them trade for DeAndre, and I could totally see it. And see? see Cat out, and it's going to be the same, exact. Be same. Worse. I mean, I personally—they would do
3: that. Cat, Cat's a so champion. Shacked. That's face- per- so jacked. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I personally think Kat's a bum. Um, he's he, I, I just hate the voice change thing he does. Of <laughs> he's like you know the interview. He's like yeah. It, it, what he what he said. It was so stupid. It was so corny at the same time. Oh my god, he's like for me, it's the meme of him. Yeah, we about that. We about that. Like what? And then ugh, just the way he acts. I'm like, dude. Eh, I think it's time for Minnesota to move on from him. But I think they are gonna run it back this year and it's gonna be fire or not. It's this is it. If it doesn't work out, goodbye.
0: I think Finch would be gone too if it doesn't work out, sadly. But That's I hope it. not. I have
1: belief in Finch, but I don't think I love it's him. his fault that he's I think he's been put in a tough spot. But you you are right. I mean the NBA. I heard the other day Ryan Rosillo said when he was on Collins show, um what's his name? I'm drawing a blank on the on the coach now, but it's like he's like the fifth highest tenured, longest tenured coach in the league, and he's been there for four years. Like the turnover at NBA coaches is even the NFL is bad, the NBA is even worse. The NBA turnover for coaches, um, but yeah, cat, it's fascinating. There's some moves out there. Are moves out there though? The thing with cat is like you could get decent piece. I wonder, you know, swap issues. I the one that I think is kind of fascinating. How would you feel, Jalen? and I won't spend this much time on all the teams, but how would you feel um, DeJounte Murray for cat swap with maybe some minor role players going back and forth to make the money work? I'll t- I'll
0: stop you right there. I'll take it.
1: I think that makes a lot of sense. I actually would take it.
0: Yeah. I, I'll stop not- you right there. I think I would take, I like DeJounte Murray. I, I, I like him and I think him with Ant and Conley, I think that would be, I think Conley would be, I hope he can be a good veteran mentor to keep them in check, you know? So I'd be leaning more towards Conley at that point in the lameness of Rudy Gobert to dial down the and Anthony Edwards a little bit from their young, you know, in maturity. Cause yeah. you know, they're not consistent. They're young. That's how it is. So.
1: I mean, and I think like basketball fit was, I think that would make the Hawks better too. Like, I think that is a win-win like that makes a lot of sense to me.
0: I mean, Cat is the three point champion. So Yeah. <laughs>
3: Okay,
1: anyways, I think that's fascinating. All right, the Blazers, I mean, this one's... You
3: laugh, but it's true.
1: The Blazers, this one's simple. We've said it a million times. It boils down to keep Dame or keep the third pick and trade Dame to try to get assets. Or do you try to trade the third pick for like a Siakam or someone? I doubt you even could get a Jalen Brown or a Siakam or Mikhail Bridges is probably as good as you would do with the third pick. We all know they should trade Dame. Come on, the writing's on the wall. It's sad because I love that he's loyal and it's been great. But we know it's better at this point. It's better for both parties for them to move him, um, especially since they're more than likely going to have the chance to pick Scoot Henderson with the third pick. But that's the big question: keep Dame or keep three? They should keep three. <laughs>
0: about, I hate that. I hate that. I can't say both. Going to go, dude. I'm going to go with number three, man. I'm right. I, I, I'm I'm right there with you because they got. You got Anthony and you got uh Sharp so it's time man I think it's time but if is this is a completely different conversation if they had the number 1 pick cuz they were so close if they had if they had the Vicky if they had won the Wimby odds th- this would have been a different
2: story Oh yeah and eh, trade away Dame he deserves it he he needs to find a team that actually cares about him plain and simple
1: I Agree I mean and I think like I said it's the- literally is better for Portland too like Portland, it makes no sense for them to operate how they have been. Our last team in the Northwest, the jazz, the jazz are in a, are a weird team, but they're overall in a pretty good spot because they're rebuilding and they have a jillion draft picks now from the Mitchell and Gobert trades. Um, so I didn't, there's not really any huge glaring questions for them. They got two nice building blocks with Markinen elevating to the level he did and Walker Kessler, who we all think has been awesome. Um, the big qu- burning question for the Jazz, do Sexton and Clarkson have any value? Like, is it even worth trading them? What can you get for those two guys? Because I doubt neither of those guys is realistically going to be in the long-term plans. They're both, you know, they're fine. They're solid guards. They will be in an NBA rotation. Clarkson, I think, just because he's more of a shooter, probably has more value than Sexton. I know, you, Jalen, you like Sexton a lot more than I do, but that's a burning question. What kind of value do those guys really have? What can you get for them as you continue this quasi rebuild.
0: I think you could get more value out of Clarkson though, out of Sexton. Um just cuz of what you said, he brings a lot of offense. I've seen more highlights of Clarkson than Sexton straight up. Um simple as that, honestly. So I'm going to go with Clarkson's value over Sexton's. It's not going to be much, but I'd probably say you'd get at least a second rounder out of him.
2: Something. Yeah, I could care less about Utah, so <laughs> Fair.
0: Don't worry, okay. we're getting to your division, Christian. My question, now, hold on. My question is, Colby, this isn't listed alpha. This isn't listed alphabetically. So, w- what the heck, man? Wolves, we're, we finished over the Thunder. What the heck? We played. I mean, we I, played you in the playoffs.
1: I mean, I didn't. I did. There was no rhyme or reason to the order of this. I was just listing uh-huh, uh-huh. as I thought of them. There's, there's no order, particular order.
0: Well, I'm coming like, at you because yeah. the thunder were your first thought. Oh, it mean? should have been the wolves. That's my that's my problem right now. It should have been the wolves, okay. not the thunder.
1: Okay. I don't know. I don't know why you're mad about that, but <laughs> sure. It's not like this is it's a red.
0: more representation.
1: <laughs> Going down the list. Okay. Anyways. All right. into the um the Pacific. The LA teams first with the Lakers. There's two big questions. I almost put something about the D point guard situation, but really the big question and the more pressing question is how much can you realistically stomach paying for Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura? Cause I think obviously they want both those guys back. Cause they were both awesome throughout the playoffs. Um, Reeves is definitely the better player. And at this point deserves a contract, but it's not a great free agency class. And with how those guys played, they're going to command some real money on the open market with the CBA changing and, and LeBron, you know, on a limited timeline, who knows what he's going to want. If he really is going to try to get Kyrie or CP three or something, but my guess is they've mostly run it back, but I don't know how much you can really stomach paying those two guys. That That's going to be a fascinating situation to see how that plays out.
3: Um,
0: If you had to stomach which one to pay, I think it's going to be Reeves, man. Oh, right. uh, I think it's going to be Reeves. I think fans like Reeves a little more, a lot more actually than Rui. Um consistent. Much more
3: consistent.
0: I wouldn't even say consistently. I just think he's just – he just got that fact. I, he just got hit this factor about him. I think the fact that he's come from undrafted, like I like the fact that Rui's from, like he's a foreign player. But something about Reeves, just he has a different gravity about him. I, I'm all in on Reeves. So if they keep him, I, I, I can understand it. You know, I understand that one more than keeping Rui. I
2: would, I would take Reeves over so Rui. And then you got to save that. You got to pocket that money when you got Kyrie on. So.
3: I don't think they're gonna
2: get Kyrie, but they're gonna, oh, they're, they're, they're they're gonna, get, they're gonna get Kyrie. I was they're gonna, gonna
3: say get, I don't know. They're don't... going to
0: get Kyrie. <laughs> Kyrie <laughs> and Chris Paul, dude. It's gonna be a big offseason. Yeah, for Chris
3: Paul <laughs> <Get them> both
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why not? It's LeBron's buddies all over again.
1: Yeah. Jeez. Okay. All right. The, <laughs> the other LA team, the Clippers. This is a deep, much more. This, this question, is this is a tough question for the Clippers. This one hurts, but it's simple. Do you continue to run it back, or is it time to finally face the music and just cut your losses and say, you know what, you went for it with Kawhi and Paul George. Totally justifiable. The expectations were championship, but it didn't work. Kawhi barely plays. Paul George has so many injuries at this point. And, you know, the Paul George trade is just going to turn out to be an all-time bad trade because of how good SGA is. Um could they've known that SGA was going to become this at the time? Maybe, probably not. I don't know if that anyone ever thought he was going to become the player that he has. But do you really continue to run this back and just continue to cross their fingers that they're going to be healthy when they definitely won't be? Or is it time to see if you can find some takers for Chris Paul or for PG and Kawhi and just be like, you know what? We went for it. It failed. We got to start over. So deep question for the Clippers.
0: <laughs> oh that's a funny one Colby uh fun guy over here uh definitely running I'm
3: great.
0: running it back man I'm running it back with Kawhi I'm giving him one more year. you got Ty Lu. if your question was are you running it back are you giving are you running it back with Ty Lu as well the answer is yes as long as Ty Lu is part of this picture uh, I'm running it back with Clippers. I'm just a fan of Ty Lu and
3: I'm trying you know, to keep Ty Lu no matter what
0: Well, I mean, yeah, of course, but how long,
2: you know? Because these are two superstars at the same time, you know? Remember when people didn't view Ty Lue as an actual coach? They kind of viewed him as LeBron's puppet? Yeah. I mean, I'm with Jalen. I would give it one more year, run it back, get a third piece, go at it. But I think they need to add someone. I need to add one person.
0: I want they already got their piece, they just need more time to, pre- to play with them. Man, we already know who it is. Colby, yeah. say it, say his name, Colby.
1: You think it's Russell Westbrook? I'm,
0: yes, sir, I do, it. yes, sir, I do, yes, sir, I do. It is Russell Westbrook.
1: <laughs> I disagree with you guys, I think the Clippers have uh, have missed out. All right, the Suns, next team, <laughs> next team. All right, to be fair, you know, this question has kind of aged poorly with the Chris Paul news today, but I wrote this all before that happened, obviously. And the question was just, can you find a taker for Ayton and or Chris Paul to try to turn them into like multiple role players to just improve your depth? The reason Denver ran them out of the gym in the gruesome fashion they did is because Booker and KD were incredible, and the rest of that roster was so shallow and bad. And Jokic and Murray just toyed with them. Denver is so much deeper and overall better. Can you find a taker for Aiton? Now it sounds like Frank Vogel maybe wants to keep Aiton. Looks like they're probably going to cut Chris Paul. So this question maybe has already been answered as no, but that's the big question. Can you turn those guys into depth?
2: Bombs. (laughs) I'm right there,
0: yeah. That, 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 That goes nowhere for those poor guys
1: yeah okay that was a quick one like i said
3: that question
0: aged poorly i wrote this a couple days i wouldn't say aged poorly it just uh the answer was given to us (laughs) honestly i think we the answer was it reflected
2: how we feel though too i mean i mean you can you 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 can get rid of them get the extra money for harden when he comes and joins there you go see you can get Harden. that bs
1: (laughs) okay
3: all right not not gonna lie
1: I'm pretty out on Harden too at this point. The Warriors, the pool Draymond Clay money situation. So you already paid pool. Draymond's about to be eligible for an extension. He's pretty old. Clay's about to be eligible for an extension in another year. He's a shell of himself. You can't shell out. You just lost your GM who helped to architect this team. I mean, you, can't, you cannot shell out big contracts for all three of these guys. You obviously already paid Poole. Maybe you trade him. The chemistry is obviously broken forever, I think, after the Draymond punch. It's it's glorious to see the death and demise of the Warriors. I don't know where what their move is. I'm sure they'll make a move, and they'll still be in the mix as long as they have Steph and Steve Kerr. But I don't know how you handle the financials with those three.
0: Uh, I think it's going to have to be Jordan Poole, man. That's that's gonna be my answer. It's gonna be Jordan Poole. Um, but uh, Colby, I'm watching as they see. I think a Woj bomb has came out, or a mini one at least. I think the Suns are now planning to combine Paul with Aiden in some sort of trade package. So, just to reflect our previous question there, that just back, got... to the, back to these guys, uh, the Warriors. Yeah, I'm thinking it's the pool boy. Uh, you still got Kerr and Kerr said that he would like to bring back Draymond. So, I think they're gonna bring back the three, bite the bullet, one more season. If it doesn't work out, doesn't work out. Um, I think they'll they'll just dust off their hands, call it a call it a dynasty. Keep Curry to try and build another one.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be really weird, but I I do agree with I think the chemistry is forever broken because of that punch. Um. Thing is that like Draymond's the leader. Like no matter like I mean if I had to say talent wise, Draymond, yeah, go ahead, leave. But Draymond's a leader. Like he know he knows how to get in defense people's heads. He's a great defender. He 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 has a certain role in that team. Like him, Clay, Steph, they build up that dynasty. One of the greatest dynasties we've ever seen. And essentially Clay is also showing himself that he's not gonna get the Supermax as well. And I hope he gets that mindset that Buddy, you can't get the Supermax. Like you, you're not deserving of it because you do not he did not come out. What happened to game since Clay kind of disappeared? Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be very interesting. I, I generally don't have an answer to this one.
1: Yeah, you no, know, it's a tough spot. Okay, a few more teams, and then we're out. Last team in the Pacific, the team of good stuff, one of our best takes in the history of this podcast. America's team, the Sacramento Kings. Such a fun story this year, and in a great spot. As I look around the Western Conference, they're no Denver, but this is their first year of being relevant. They're pretty young overall, exciting times. My burning question for the Sacramento Kings, how good can Keegan Murray become? Can he, he was a rookie this year. He was excellent for a rookie. He was hitting big shots. He played, I thought, very well in that Golden State series, even though they did lose. I was very impressed with Keegan Murray all year long. But what's his ceiling? I mean, can he be that? Because as good as Fox and Sabonis are – I mean, I don't know that those two alone with great role players is going to be quite enough to get you to that true championship level. And I think the King's true ceiling is going to be how good can Keegan Murray be? Can he become a legitimate third star or do they need to potentially look elsewhere and try to add a third piece from outside?
0: Let's take let's believe in the kid. I'm believing in him. Um he he swept he swept everyone underneath the swept the rug underneath them so I'm going with the guy can't give up on him now right I mean we've okay. seen sophomore slump happen with Anthony but I don't think it's gonna happen
2: with Keegan uh, yeah so I agree I'll sleep I'll stay with the kid
1: yeah no I like I think I like Keegan Murray a lot so I'm with that all right the Southwest it's out here we got nine minutes the Spurs speed round the Spurs I mean hey. Outside of whichever team ends up winning the finals here in the next week, the Spurs are the second biggest winners of the season because they got Wembenyama. So their burning question now becomes: Do you take it slow, continue to grow this core, or if Wembenyama really is this generationally genera- generationally good, you got all this cap space? Do you just go all in right away and just start try to start winning from the jump? That's a burning question for the Spurs.
0: Uh, you do not. You just take it easy. See who actually meshes with this kid. You
2: know, I say take it easy because I mean a lot of these West teams—they're right about to hit their peak and go into downfall. So I think it'll be a good time to capitalize on that. So I would say take it slow.
1: I think I agree with that. I like that. All right, other Texas teams, the Rockets. Jalen, I—I think you and I might disagree on this. I don't know if you'll like this question, but the question for the Rockets. Can Jalen Green become a winning player, a legitimate franchise player, or is he just a good stats, bad team guy? But the Rockets, man, they kind of don't really have a true point guard. They don't really have much of a culture. They have talented players who I like. I like Shingun a lot. I like Jabari Smith. Jalen Green is exciting. He's electric. But I don't know how if he's a, really a winning player because the man is also just pulls. Um, I don't know what his future is, and that's the burning question for the Rockets. Is he really that guy, or is he just one of those kind of pools and scores a lot of points on an empty, bad team?
0: I hate to say it. Right now, he's more of a trade target than a franchise guy, so that's my answer. I think he's more of a trade target at the moment, and I hate to say it. Like I do love Jalen Green, but he does act like more he wants to be at a trade. Like He's trying to
2: promote his trade value than a franchise value. I don't know. I'm not really sold on Jalen Green. I view him the same way as R.J. Barrett. Eh.
1: That's fair. Okay. Alright, last three. The last Texas team. Christian, your Mavs with Luka. I mean, this question is simple. I think we all know the answer to this, but the Mavs might not. Are you really going to give Kyrie the bag? You're, you're really you really going to sign Kyrie Irving to a, to a long-term extension? Do, do you really think that that's a good idea? It was a bad idea to trade for him in the first place, but I mean, if that happens, that might be the nail in the coffin for the Luca Doncic era for real. Um, yeah. So that's the party question for Dallas.
2: Yeah, I can't wait for me and Luca to take our talents elsewhere. At this rate. Right. Yes, yeah,
0: sir. Uh, I'm right there with you. Depending on, I don't think they're gonna give him a bag, but I still don't think they're gonna get this answer right. Our
2: our, our bench sucks. Dude. We have no depth. So like, it's like, dude, we're gonna be in the same spot.
1: Yeah, it's a tough spot. I, I would let Kyrie walk. I don't know who even would want him. If it's not the Lakers, I don't Lakers. know.
2: Lakers. Yeah, we'll send, send, send them to Boston.
1: <laughs> now that'd
2: send them back.
1: Send him return to Boston. That'd be funny. All right, in the last two teams, as we discussed earlier, our 2019 draft, uh, guys, Pelicans, you keep hoping for – are you going to keep hoping for Zion that he's going to oh. be healthy someday? or that? or is it time is it time to be like look it's never going to happen we have to actually start making a new plan and make some serious changes to this roster cuz this team with Zion if he was healthy would be legitimate but without him i mean you saw what they are they're a nine seed 10 seed so do you, you keep hoping or you make the serious changes
0: serious changes i think we all know why because of the news that broke out today but also, just – I think uh, – I think he's just missed so much time off the court too. So, I think it's time to make some serious changes. Elite 10, it's just not worth it. Big changes.
3: Yeah.
1: Our last one, the Grizzlies. I mean, obviously, we all know the burning question. Is this John Morant situation too far gone? Do you see if, if someone else will take him? Do you try to trade him to maybe – Um, how do I put this? A – um. Less uh dangerous city, uh a city where he's maybe going to be less apt to yeah,
2: send him to Utah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, do you send him to Utah? <laughs> uh or do you say, you know, maybe he'll he'll get his head turned around? Is it too far gone? Is the question for Memphis?
0: I think uh you know, the Clippers have, I think, a South Side editioned uh jersey format or font. I think moving him would be great, but I mean the dude's got so much attention on him. I think the best thing that he needs is just to, I think he just needs the break, just the break from the NBA. If he's this, you know, all this attention and stress, then yeah, yeah, I think the dude needs a break.
2: Dude's just stupid. Like, dude, what are you doing? Get some better friends.
0: Stupid. <laughs> You're just stupid.
2: <laughs> Send him to Utah. That's what. That's what I'll say. Become a Mormon. That's what I'm hearing.
1: I mean, yep. John Morant on Utah, Loki also be kind of a fun team. John Morant and marketing, and although I don't know what you would have to give up, but
0: probably marketing. But he's in the army right now, so it wouldn't be much. We would. We'd, we'd have
3: to see.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's going to be seeing too much conflict in the Finnish army. I wouldn't be too concerned about that.
0: What about his hoop game, though, Colby? What about his hoop game?
1: I, mean, I don't know i never thought he could be as good as he was this year so <laughs> i'd given i liked marketing coming out but i gave up on him prior to this year so i
0: don't think the finnish army thought he was going to be that good either
3: <laughs> but
0: you know what else has the word finn in it it's time for final fo- final thoughts
1: that was, was awesome. that was a big time segue that was great
0: thank you yes as we are coming in at the three minute marker <laughs> here
3: <laughs> go first
0: um I think it is perfect for us, for Christian, if you wanted to start us off with some final thoughts. We covered a yes. lot today. Go ahead, man. Take the floor. Yes,
2: I just looked on Twitter. The Texans are going to release a new uniform, so it looks like on the 12th. Um, watch it be another boring, wretched like nice fonts and just a ugly, stain on the color uniform. Just watch that happen. That's my final thought.
0: they missed last year i'll agree they missed on last year
1: all right my final thought i'll be quick i'm gonna be out uh for the next week so i won't be on here um at all next week so one way or another next time i'm out we're we're recording this Jalen, the nuggets will either have a championship trophy or just a soul-crushing heartbreaking just short of the title failure so my final thought is just um you know, I hope they get the job done, and that I hope the next time I'm on here, this is a very celebratory podcast and not a sad. just
3: yeah, setting yourself up. <laughs> yeah, that is that
0: is that is you know Colby, that is a nice, naive, honest answer. Um, <laughs> my final thought is: here we go, folks. It's approaching what 9:30 over there, past 9:30 out east. Vikings ain't getting jack shit for Dalvin Cook. I, I already know i already know, yeah, I already know. obviously I, i'm already i'm already uh i'm already cutting my losses but guess what just like i said earlier 15 wins baby 15 wins you want to know why folks because it has been some good stuff everybody thank you <laughs> thank you for listening to the CJ JC show Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And besides that, have a good one, y'all.